That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, even if you've chopped the wagon into little pieces and set it on fire, this podcast is for you. Uh, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. James, how are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I am doing well today, and I have done my weekly review. Um, if you've been listening the last couple of episodes, I've been kind of off kilter getting it done a few days after we would record. Um, and I knew either I would get one done earlier and it'd be shorter than a week, or I'd get one done a little bit longer than a week. And that's what happened today. So it was really 10 days since I did my last review, but, um, I got one done today and, um, happy about that. Good for you. And how about you, Jean? Yes, I also did my weekly review today. Um, and I would not say it was very pretty, but it was done. And it helped me get a few little projects uh, nudged out of their their little hidey holes where they like to hole up and not get done because I don't notice them. And that's really the point of the weekly review. Uh, and well, excellent and great that uh, you got yours yours done. And yeah, they don't they they don't always have to be pretty. Mine wasn't that pretty, but it was <laughs> it was uh, it was completed though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that brings us to our next segment, which we call the weekly to do. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, James, what um, was your last uh, weekly to do that you committed to last week? Well, my last weekly to do was um, moving my website from its current what was its current WordPress host to mm -hmm. be a Jekyll site uh, hosted on GitHub pages. And uh, that was because a few days ago, my hosting contract for the year was up and I didn't want to have to pay for it again. Um, so yes, it did happen. My wow. site is moved over. The DNS is pointing to the new site. It's got a new look. And, um, it's success and my hosting is turned off on the other one. Um, mm -hmm. they, they were, they were nice enough to do that for me when I didn't renew. Um, <laughs> it was very kind of them. Um, and, uh, but there's one caveat, which is some of the things I mentioned on the show, like working out the sidebar, all of the content has moved. It's all working fine, but there are some things I still want to do with the site. But I've closed out that project and made a new project to fix up the stuff that I still need to fix up. That is very and my, great. Yeah. Yeah. So my, that's been on my list for a long while. And I'm happy to have that moved over. And I feel like I'm more in control over 
that site because WordPress is a mystery to me. <laughs> um, whereas I, I have a pretty good understanding, I think, of what's going on with Jekyll. So um, I feel a lot better about the whole site in general. Um, and then my to do, my weekly to do this week is to uh, do the research on the dozens of propositions in California and mm -hmm. uh, vote and turn my ballot in. Um, yeah. There's a Dropbox close to my house that I used in the primary. I'll do the same thing and um, avoid needing to mail it back. And so I'm uh, looking forward to getting that done. Yeah, I think that's on a lot of people's to-do list this week. Everybody just wants to vote already and stop stressing about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've noticed that on the various social media timelines that I follow that people have been either mailing things in or they have been standing in line and sometimes, you know, standing in line for a while. And, well, good for them. You know, if it wasn't Oregon, you know, being an all mail-in uh, election, as we've been for a long time now, I might you know, stand in line, I would stand in line, and I would stand in line for however long it takes. <laughs> but ideally, you know, people don't have to wait very long. That's just not right. No, I agree. So, well, my weekly to-do, uh, my, my public weekly to-do, as uh, announced last week, was to make some doctor's appointments. And I did that. Um, Yay! I, I realized why I had been putting it off, because all doctor's appointments are not created equal, and some are more anxiety-producing than others, and primarily the one that I realized, you know, was holding me back was a dentist appointment. And as I, uh, I, I mean, I'm thinking about going to a new dentist, but then I thought, well, I, maybe I should just stay with the old dentist because they have all my records and my x-rays, and this maybe isn't the best time for switching. But ultimately, I decided I just don't want to go to the dentist. And uh, not uh, not because I'm afraid of the dentist. I'm normally a very, you know, regular dentist visitor, but the um, situation, you know, with... Uh, our COVID-19 is such that, I mean, pretty much every list you see going to the dentist is at the top of the list of things that are a bit risky. And I just don't feel like it right now. So once I realized I don't feel like it and I just put it, I put a defer in my OmniFocus for another month. And also with the thought of you need to take better, excellent care of your teeth in the meantime, because obviously um, that going to the dentist is normally a good thing. But I got a couple other appointments scheduled, including my veterinarian appointment for Ada. So that's, uh, that's all set. But last week when we were saying what our weekly to-dos were, I knew that to day when we record it would be the deadline for tax returns. <laughs> ah, I didn't want to say it as my weekly to do one because I felt 
quite sheepish that I was still working on it. And two, I was pretty sure I would get it done <laughs> no matter what. And I did. Um, and so, so my secret weekly to do was to file my taxes. And I did that. Excellent. Um, well, congratulations on both. And I think it makes sense in terms of, uh, if you can defer a dentist appointment until maybe things are a little less COVID-y, um, that makes <laughs> sense. And also, I was thinking about the weekly to-do um, this week, and even though we do pick a topic or pick a to-do to get done, um, obviously, either once you get into that thing or life events might change, that something else might become more important, um, mm -hmm. that... One of the nice things about getting things done is that you you do kind of adjust based on what, what is important. But I know when we pick them, they, they tend to be things that we intend to get done in the next week. Yeah. Um, also, um, I, I didn't have – I didn't know we were picking secret ones. <laughs> um, in that case, my secret one got done too, but I'm going to keep it a secret. How about okay. that? All right. <laughs> And my secret one got done from now on. Oh. That's right, because it's secret. So mysterious. how would how would you yeah. know? <laughs> well, Sorry. that's okay. I mean, a little mystery is a good thing in a podcast. I um and for next week I picked a an adjacent uh task theme, which is between now and the next time we record, I will have downloaded all my bank statements from 2020 because I spent a lot of time downloading 2019 stuff. And I thought, you know, oh, I should just download the 2020 stuff, but I didn't want to get off track. Right. Like I just wanted to focus on understood. Um, but it's a super easy task. And I, you know, and if you wait too long, statements become unavailable or you have to request them and whatever. And so having all the 2020 ones, you know, through mid October downloaded would be a um, leg up on next year's taxes, which I intend to file on the actual deadline. Um, because for one thing, uh, given our situation and <laughs> My, I mean, I have done hardly anything this year that requires any tax accounting. <laughs> so I think it will be much easier to prepare the 2020 taxes. Excellent. And for me, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I have taken to setting up like a monthly task in mm -hmm. OmniFocus to download statements. Because mm -hmm. um, the other thing I find, at least on my bank website it's if you need to do like a bunch in a row it's really poorly set up for that like i have to yeah keep reselecting the account that i want from the pop-up every time and drill in mm -hmm. and so doing it just once a month is uh takes a lot less time than actually doing it all at once so that's something i've been yeah. i've been doing for a little while and that's that's been handy like just one day a month it comes up i'm like oh okay yeah, it takes two like, minute task at that point. Right. Yeah, um, I am making a task right now to start doing that a month from now, um, so that uh, 
um, uh, it will become my monthly a monthly task for me going forward. That's a good uh, tip, James, and I'm putting it in OmniFocus to remind me because, as you say, it doesn't take that long once you just start doing it. But without a reminder, it's so easy to forget. Yeah. All right. Got that. Thanks, James. Oh, you're welcome. Speaking of money and tax deductions and uh, things that are hard sometimes to account for, we had a big announcement this week of new iPhones. <laughs> yes. Big Apple announcement this week. Yeah. That was a little later than usual. And so, like, the whole year feels off to me a little bit. Like, that it's mid-October, and we don't have our new iPhones yet. <laughs> I know. How dare they? But <laughs> I think, uh, uh, well, the big news is that it's 5G. Yeah. So I've been on AT&T the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. And so I went on to AT&T's site where they show the map. Of, you know, their 5G coverage, 4G coverage, and, like, literally all around me is in aqua blue with 5G coverage, and there's a 4G navy blue square that's, it's literally, like, at the resolution of the map, so it's kind of chunky squares. There's a chunky square of 4G right on my house. (laughs) Oh, no. I was like, that was... Which is great, you know. On the other hand, right? If I go for a walk, I get five G. If I'm in the house, Ooh. I'm on Wi Fi anyway, so it's okay. But um, yeah. it just was so funny. You go look it up, and like the one spot that's the dead zone in your neighborhood is right on your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can relate to that because uh, my um, my Verizon service has gotten really spotty. Um, over the last year and it didn't bother, you know, as you say, if you're in your house, it's one thing, but, um, with the, the pandemic, I've spent a lot more time outside in my backyard. Well, my house isn't that, yeah, my house isn't that great. And then, you know, the backyard is a little bit worse. And so I did try to figure out what was going on and I went through their process of, uh, um, you know, what testing and whatever. And it turns out I, uh, you know, they said, well, yeah, your service isn't that good where you are. I think it's because of new apartment buildings that have gone in. I see. But, but now I'm looking at the Verizon. Well, I need to see the Verizon 5G map. I'm looking at somebody else's map and I don't think it's correct. Who knows? You know, maybe maybe it'll be better. I don't know. Like one of the things like uh, I had AT&T as well for a long time, uh, you know, from the beginning. But at some point it just got so much worse in my house. And I had in the meantime gotten an iPad mini that had, you know, the cellular ability and I decided to try out Verizon on it <laughs> and see and it was better and I was like well you know as much as I hate to switch I don't, you know I can't really justify staying with AT&T if it's 
not going to be good in my house, you know, and they say like, oh, we'll send you a whatever, you know, uh, but, you know, that would, you know, improve your signal maybe, but I think that's kind of BS. So I just, uh, um, I just switched and actually Verizon has been very good for me. Uh, I mean, traveling, I've noticed like other family members of mine are on AT&T and I tend to get more coverage than they do, um, in certain spots. And, uh, also, um, you know, using it abroad, it has some good options, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy how we have to figure this stuff out for ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely is. Um, Regardless, the reason I usually upgrade my phone is because of camera improvements. Uh-huh. And um, so I've had the I, the iPhone 11 Pro. Um, I like that form factor. Um, so I think I will be getting the iPhone 12 Pro um, because of the camera improvements. They've spoiled me, though, in the last three years mm-hmm. with the iPhone 10, 10s, and 11 Pro, the um, kind of the the regular form factor and then the max form factor have had the exact same cameras in them, mm-hmm. um, right. which has been great. Prior to that, the Plus would always have a slightly better camera than the mm-hmm. high end iPhone, the smaller iPhone, and they've gone back to that where the Max now has. A 2.5x op, like uh, optical zoom um, mm-hmm. telephoto, and a different uh, oh a different uh, better f-stop for the I think it's the wide right. lens, their ultra right. wide lens. Right. Um, so I'm a little bummed that they kind of spoiled me for three years that I could get the form factor I I like with the best cameras that they make, and now I'm back to the form factor I like with a slightly worse camera than the best one that they ship. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. on the, on the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, whatever I'll live. It's not that big of a deal, but it's just kind of when you have that expectation set for three years and then have it revert back to what it used to be, which was less good for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know, you feel, you're like, Oh, that was not what I, I was not expecting to have to deal with not the best camera um, this year. But so, yeah. Oh, what, go ahead. Tell me the difference, like, because I'm still kind of in a bit of a daze having watched the Apple event of what I, I mean, I doubt I'm going to go up in size because I like the size of my 11 Pro. Um, but would I go down in size? I don't know. Um or you know go to, yeah go to a eleven a twelve not pro I, I honestly what I wasn't paying closely paying attention closely when they were showing the phones and at uh and when they finished showing like the first uh, batch of non pro phones like I thought are those the pros like <laughs> I wasn't right. even sure because they had so many you know it sound they sounded good to me. Plus, like one comes in green, which is my favorite color. But well, there you, there you have it. Yeah. 
I don't know. So what would I be missing out on? What I mean, if you know, like between the pro pro and the pro max, um, and also maybe the pro and the uh, non pro or even the mini. So in essence, there's like two categories, right? There's the pro and the non pro or the regular, Mm -hmm. um, in the, in the reg. So all of them have the new chip, Mm -hmm. um, this is the A14 Bionic. Mm -hmm. They all have, um, this new glass that has ceramic crystals built in to make it, they say it's like four times more drop proof or crack resistant. They all have that. They all have the OLED screen. Um, whereas last year there was an, it was an LED or LCD screen on the non-pro models. They all have the same screen technology. Mm. Um, so in a lot of ways, all of the phones are very, very similar this year. Um, Mm -hmm. the big differences are, um, so the, in terms of cameras is one of the big, and they're all 5G also. Um, one of the big differences like major differences is the pro cameras have the ultra wide, the wide plus the telephoto lens. Mm-hmm. So they have three lenses. The regular iPhones just have the ultra wide and wide and do not have a telephoto lens. Mm-hmm. And when I'm out and about, I really like the telephoto lens. So I, it's mm-hmm. kind of a must have for me now that they, now that I have it, I can't go back. <laughs> um, the yeah. iPhone I call 12. That the, the guinea pig lens. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you get the. You yeah, you can stand it. back a little and Hello? zoom in and right. get the macro shots. Coming. Yeah, you can catch them e- more easily if uh, you don't have to be so close. Exactly. It's also good for, yeah, flowers, bugs, or mm-hmm. just zooming in on a, on a vista. So, um,. So the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro are exactly the same size. Huh. Um, the Pro is a, like a tiny bit heavier. It has an extra lens and who knows what might be the materials are slightly different. Um, and then the 12 regular also has a mini version, mm-hmm. which is exactly the same components as the 12 it's just smaller so smaller screen obviously and it might fit your hand better mm-hmm. and then on the pro side um the uh the max the iphone 12 pro max because they i think they need at least two more modifiers <laughs> the iphone 12 pro max turbo extra um plus um so it has uh its telephoto lens goes to 2.5x instead oh. of 2 so it's a, it's it's better that way um and it also uh the optical stabilizer the it's it's different instead of stabilizing the lens it stabilizes the sensor i believe is what they said which hmm. gives better results and then I think it's the ultra wide lens has a higher f stop or lower oh, f stop, yeah. whichever one's better. <laughs> it has right. that, it can um, let in more light. so it lights it lets in let low more light, especially in low light situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so the max is a little bit better in a few ways than the 
non-Macs Pro. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the general rundown. Um, all of them supposedly resist water for 30 minutes up to yeah. six feet. I've never tried that with, I've tried every other feature on an iPhone. <laughs> I've never put my iPhone in water when I got it just to check that they're no. lying or not. Um, I assume, I mean, Apple always backs up its claims, but that's, that's one I've never tried. Um, so I, tomorrow, I guess, Friday, mm -hmm. we're recording on Thursday. Um, I will be getting up and, pre-ordering an iphone 12 pro yeah yeah i think I, i'm like you you know like i like the cameras I, I don't think i could go back to no telephoto and um and yeah that's probably like the main reason i would go to the 12 pro um but there's no green there's blue but i'm Less interest in blue. Can't really explain why. So I'll probably stick with space gray or whatever it's called. I think this time around it's called graphite. Uh, what color are you going to get? I'm going to get graphite. That's yeah. what I always get. I don't. Well, I don't want gold. Um, no. Well, it's just usually when I end up getting accessories, they tend to be gray or white or something. Mm -hmm. So blue doesn't necessarily always go with black. Um or gray, um, and I don't know. It's just yeah. It's it's tradition now. I I would yeah. see it on the counter and not even know it was my iPhone, right? Because it's not <laughs> it's not a dark color. I think I tried um, like silver one year, and I was just yeah. like, I don't. I like the dark color. I don't know why. I tried that too because I have actually gone home with my brother's iPhone in my pocket because. Uh, and my own, like both, because I'd be hanging out with the family and then I'd be like taking off and I'm like, oh yeah, there's my phone and I'd put it in my pocket and then get home and realize it wasn't my phone and I thought I should try to get a different color. So, and also I thought maybe the white would pop out more, like when, I mean, the white face of the silver, because sometimes I'm looking around for my phone and it's like right there, but it blends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what the watch is for. <laughs> that's right, to ping it. I love that. My favorite watch feature really is the ping. It does, it's it's one of mine too. Yeah, I use it around the house. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I use it far less when I'm out and about. I it's where the hell where did I leave this thing? Um <laughs> exactly. Um wow. So it sounds like we're both be getting up early. Tomorrow, um, which is okay with me. My sleep schedule this week has been totally shot to hell. Uh, I We did a thing on blog where um, we challenged everybody to post one photo from one 24-hour period, and everybody would have the same 24-hour period starting at the same time around the world, but, you know, in different time zones. Um and, you know, it was based on the idea of like a day in the life, like everybody take a picture of what's going on, you know, where they are that day for that feeling of like, look at how big the world is and how how people do a lot of the same things. They do a lot of different things. Um, it was very exciting, but I ended up staying up many of those 24 hours because 
um, all of the collection of photos is hand curated. Mm, like we don't. Yes. Uh, we don't have those intentionally. We don't have you know hashtags that actually are used. You know to to search and and serve and algorithm stuff. So um, and plus you know we have community guidelines. So I needed to look at all the pictures that we were sharing with everyone and. Of course, they were all wonderful. And, yeah, so I, I learned a lot about time zones this uh, week. And uh, we had people from 14 different time zones or 15 different time zones posting. I didn't stay up for the entire thing because I know, like, 24 hours without sleep, that way lies madness. But I did sort of push that envelope of my usual night owl proclivities and stayed up until about two in the morning to see what the people in Europe, you know, were posting and work on that for a while. So yeah, so getting up at five, no big deal or not five, of course, earlier than five. So I can be ready uh, to order that dang phone once again. Excellent. And then the other thing announced um, was the HomePod Mini. Yeah. At ninety nine bucks. It's, yeah, I'm going to order one of those. Yeah. It's uh, it looks adorable. It's like <laughs> it really does. It's like three inches, a little like three inches tall. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see just how much sound comes out of it because we don't don't really have a good. I, I yeah. I mean, so I have an anchor. Soundcore Mini, it's called, and it's mm-hmm. about that size. And I find the sound is pretty incredible, you know, for the tininess of the little speaker, Bluetooth speaker that it is. That you know, I use it a lot for music, you know, for uh, when I mean, it's not audiophile quality, but it is definitely good enough you know, to listen to when you're doing the dishes or you want to have a dance party, for example. But I have wanted a HomePod from the beginning, but I just felt like it was it was a, at a price that just didn't make sense for what I would use it for. And uh, getting a, a little one, though, yeah, I might, I'll probably get one of those. Absolutely. I may get one. I have a HomePod. I might get one for another room of the house. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it just once that's out, it just got a lot cheaper to set up a uh, HomePod based dance party in your house. Um, <laughs> and I've been having a lot of fun. It's now been one, two, uh, three full weeks where I've done a exercise dance party every day. That's great. So I've managed to close my move and exercise rings uh, every day for three weeks now. And um, keep adding songs to the dance playlist, and um, it's been uh, it's kind of fun. So um, I'm uh, grateful for that solution, and um, I think all you really need is a uh, well, a subscription to Apple Music, yeah, a HomePod or HomePod Mini, and then some device like an iPhone, a Mac, an iPad. Some device that has the home app on it, so you can set up the automation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's been that's been uh, a successful change in my life so far. So I'm pretty grateful about that. That's great. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If we, if, I mean, yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure I'm going to get one. Um, but uh, I, if I get one, I'm definitely going to set up my own dance party. Exclamation point. Excellent. <laughs> well, uh, well, we should probably wrap this up. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we do? Uh, nope. Just that it's always always fun to have the old uh, the old iPhone event of the of the fall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's you know that and pumpkin spice lattes kind of <laughs> make you feel like it's the season. Yeah, it is the season. Um, and uh, yeah, well, we'll. I'm sure we'll talk about what we've got, what we get when we get them. And uh, yeah, so listeners, if you uh, want to share any of your insights on iPhones or dance parties or uh, anything like that, just feel free to contact us. You've you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and on Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review, or you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it just makes us happy to know what you think. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun.